I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Tuesday, May 2nd, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. So, Jay, it was a big sports weekend. We're not, we don't have to talk about the game that happened. We're recording this on Monday, the game that happened on Sunday night. We'll talk about the game that happened on Saturday night. Better news. The Toronto Maple Leafs, they defeated the Tampa Bay Lightning, but... Uh, just by a series of odd events, they're going to be staying in Florida and they'll be playing the Florida Panthers. But if you were hoping or planning to catch a playoff game between these two teams uh, in the Sunshine State, the Panthers are actually limiting ticket sales to U.S. residents for the first 24 hours to give local fans first access. First, Jay, how are you feeling? And then how do you feel about this move by Florida? I'm feeling hurt that the Bruins lost. So let's just leave it at that. I think the I think the Panthers don't have enough fans to actually buy enough tickets to fill the stadium. I think hockey should not be played in Florida. Let me just say that. So I'm hopeful wow. that that the Maple Leafs can be both Florida teams. It seems silly to be playing hockey down there. You can tell by the people cheering down there they actually don't have never seen a hockey game, never put on skates. I'm in a very angry mood towards Florida hockey right now. Um, but I guarantee you, you can get tickets. My brother lives in Florida. He went to a bunch of the games against the Bruins. It is not hard to get tickets. Very well, apologies to all the Florida hockey fans uh, <laughs> listening to the pod today. That was a rough, a rough opener from Jay. That, look, you know, I, I'm yeah. Like I think there's a lot of loopholes around this. You know, if you're like a, a snowbird, you have a U.S. address and a U.S. credit card that you can use to buy those tickets. The second thing is that you can just buy them on StubHub. You can buy them on the secondary market. You can't just buy them on the primary market. So, anyways, my my guess is that by the time the game one comes, is uh, tomorrow, I believe. Uh, that it will be, well, that'll be in Toronto. But by the time the game, they, they go back to Florida, it'll be a heavy Toronto audience, is my guess. I certainly hope so, Brett. Aside from Stanley Cup, finals continuing without the Bruins. What do we have for Peak Pals today? You know, I haven't heard that in a while. It's exciting. Uh, for our first story, the strike is over. For our second story, Adidas in trouble. And for our last story, more AI concerns. For our first story, after 12 days of picketing, most striking federal government workers are back on the job. That seemed kind of fast, Brett. What's the resolution? So over 120,000 striking federal workers have returned to work after the union representing them and the federal government reached a tentative agreement that would include a 12.6% wage increase over three years and some remote work accommodations. The union has to formally accept the deal, but it's likely given the offer is within a percentage point of the union's ask. Now to catch you up, over 155,000 federal workers have been on strike for almost two weeks after the union rejected the government's offer of a 9% wage bump. 35,000 workers at the Canada Revenue Agency remain on strike as negotiations between the feds and their union continue. Didn't stop me though, Jay. I still got my taxes done. I got an automatic uh, automatic review, which was great. And here's why it matters. While a win for federal employees, uh, a, note, a recent note by Scotiabank economist Derek Holt points to international monetary fund findings that show how accelerated public sector wage settlements tend to influence private sector wages too. They estimated particularly strong effects in countries like well, Canada, which faces a tight labor market and a high rate of unionization around 30%, which is triple the rate of the U.S. The bottom line, Holt wrote, is that the lagging effects of these multi-year agreements that have been signed to date may still lie ahead, with the Bank of Canada forecasting inflation to cool by 3% by June and 12.6% boost in federal worker spending power that actually might make, and this is not a quote anymore, this is just uh, some analysis, that actually might think, make things a lot stickier in the economy. 
For our second story, after realizing it couldn't make a fashion line in partnership with freaking Beyonce marketable, Adidas is stepping back to reassess its entire business. This is a Drake line, Jay, but it looks like checks over stripes indeed. Jay, what's going on with Adidas? Well, after a string of financial losses tied to celebrity partnerships, Adidas has plans to right the ship by refocusing on what made it successful in the first place, and that is sports. This all according to the Wall Street Journal. In particular, the company is looking to grow its market share in basketball, which it once dominated before Michael Jordan signed with Nike and it dominated soccer, which you will see if you watch the movie Air, which is great. Highly recommend. Disgruntled investors yesterday launched a lawsuit claiming the company routinely ignored Kanye West's extreme behavior while working on his Yeezy brand. The relationship has since ended, but Adidas projects it will lose out $1.28 billion in sales this year if it doesn't sell leftover Yeezy inventory. And it likely won't. I've seen it at the outlets. It's not selling. Yeah. And here's why it matters. As customers trim spending, brands will continue cutting back on the nice-to-haves and double down on the basics tied to their original versions. For Adidas, that has also meant consolidating, you could also read that as layoffs, in its Canadian and U.S. operations, merging them into one. To zoom out, Yeezy isn't the only celebrity giving Adidas grief. Human Race, a brand collaboration with the record producer Pharrell, saw sales drop Ready for this? 70% last year from its peak. This past March, Adidas also announced it was shuttering Ivy Park, its collab brand with Beyonce after sales disappointed more than this year's Grammy Album of the Year. For our third story, British Canadian computer scientist and University of Toronto professor Jeffrey Hinton, known as one of the three godfathers of AI, stepped down from his role at Google AI division so he could freely talk about the dangers AI currently poses. In 2012, Hinton, along with two U of T students, developed a neural network which became the intellectual bedrock of large language model chatbots like ChatGPT. According to the New York Times, and this is a quote, Hinton was happy with how Google used AI until Microsoft launched the new OpenAI-infused Bing, challenging Google's core business and sparking a code red response inside the search giant. Such fierce competition might be impossible to stop, end quote. His most immediate concern is that the average person would be unable to know what is true anymore between phony Drake songs and deep fakes of world leaders. As for worst case scenarios, Hinton recently told CBS News that it's not inconceivable that AI could get to the stage where it wipes out humanity, making this podcast not that valuable anymore, Brett. No, but not much else either, so I guess we're in good company. This matters because this isn't quite like the time business leaders asked for all AI research to pause, mainly so that they could just catch up. Hinton wrote the book on deep AI learning, literally, and his criticism of it is, in a way, a criticism of his own life's work. Now to zoom out, Hinton isn't the only AI luminary sounding the alarm. Last month, 19 current and former leaders of the Association for the Advancement of Artificial Intelligence published an open letter calling on the industry to expand efforts on safety, reliability, ethics, and influence. Yes, but humanity has a tendency to keep tinkering with dangerous things so long as they pose lots of promise. You ever heard of nuclear? Given the potential of AI and the potential it offers to improve lives and make money, a handful of dissenters likely won't be able to turn the tide. Kick Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you get a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Thank you, Brett. Have a good day. Peak Pals and Brett, is there room on the Leafs bandwagon for me?
Jay, there's always room for you. If you're a disgruntled Bruins fan who's upset you couldn't get the job done, the Toronto Maple Leafs will, and we will we will avenge your defeat. Well, I hope so. Thank you, Brad. Have a good day. You too.